0: Alright everybody, welcome to Side B of this week's Clack Radio Speakers, um, you, can catch, you can catch Side A on ClackRadioSpeakers.com, uh, we talked about BET Awards, we talked about Tiger situation, Crit's new song, um, a whole bunch of stuff, so
1: check us out there. So, Armand, we were going for
0: like three weeks.
1: Yeah, I so, got a question real quick. Okay. Why, why would you go straight to Side B? Let me know. Just let me know. I'm curious. Like, has has an has, have you ever and not? You, I mean, you, the audience, have you ever looked at a clock radio speakers and said, "I'm just gonna listen to this side." I'm curious. I'm just curious. Can I be honest? Yeah,
0: uh, our numbers show that there is many occasions where side B has more listens. Interesting. I think it's because so, I think part ahead. of it depends on the title. Frankly, like okay. if the title interests them, then they're like, "Oh,
1: yeah." Do you think it's because side A is kind of considered small talk a little bit, and we kind of get to the meat of the episode on side B? Maybe is that what people think? I don't know. All right,
0: that's interesting. Well, so you know, give, send us feedback, everybody. Uh, use the hashtag Clock Radio Speakers. Let us know if uh, if you if you prefer side B to side A. Um, so we got we got four projects we want to talk about here. We got Ti's album, we got a Childish Gambino EP, we've got Game's album, and we got Tina Shea's album. Where you want to start?
1: Let's start on a high note. Let's talk about Tina Shea. Okay. Um, See, I I really assumed that
0: Two On was just going to be yet another DJ Mustard record at the radio. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like when Drake remixed it, people were like, oh yeah, that record. Yeah, and the then, record with the girl that Drake did. Right. But then, the original version just picked up. Yeah. Um, it became a hit. Mm-hmm. Um I I like before I listened to this album. I really knew nothing about her. Yeah, I didn't recognize. Like she has a real budget behind her. Yeah, like, like there's a lot of talented people working on this album.
1: Give, give me some names because I didn't um I didn't check credits and I know that that's that's what you do. Uh, detail, Mike okay. okay Stargate, Okay, Boy
0: Wanda. Okay, DJ Dahi, Okay, obviously DJ Mustard, Yeah. Do you remember the um of course you do because we did an EP kind of inspired by some of the stuff. You remember the um weekend remix EP? Mhm. Uh Sango? That name sound familiar?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: He's got production Fancy uh, Rocket actually works with him. Sango's got c- credit on this uh Blood Orange. Okay, that's your uh, group. Dev okay. Hines, yeah, the guy who did a lot of stuff for Solange. Um Okay. So, there's some um Yeah, there's some there's some uh there's some heavy hitters on this. Yeah, um. So I listened to this, and I, well, actually, is that about like w- was your assumption of, of her career sort of like okay, it's just another DJ mustard record? Was that Absolutely. sort of? It's just
1: another DJ mustard record by some cute chick that they signed to a single deal, and that was it. I, I didn't think I didn't think much of it, and I actually we talked about this like when Drake remixed it. I thought she was done, right? But you said you you were being you you were optimistic, and you said, well, hey, you know maybe. They can throw some gas behind, you know, behind her and have her capitalize, you know, mend the two records together, send them to radio. And that's what happened. But, you know, not only does Drake's version get played, the original with Schoolboy Q gets played as well. Right. So, yeah, I'll, your, your assessment was 100% fact. Um, so she's got a real budget behind her. And this album isn't bad at all. No, it's not. I was, I think I listened to this album on accident hmm. this weekend and I forgot what I was doing and it just popped up on my Spotify and I was like, ah, I'll listen to it. And I think, no, no, no. I was listening to, you know, how Spotify has those playlists now. Yeah. There was like a new R&B playlist. So it was like, this is the future of R&B. So I was listening to the playlist, skipping through it, eh, whatever, eh, whatever, and then Pretend was on the playlist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, this beat is freaking crazy. You know who did so that? Who did that? Detail. There you go. That beat is nuts. Um, that's the second single. Okay, good. I, I don't know if that's taken off yet. Um, nah, 2-1 still has legs, honestly. And it's too warm for for that record. Pretend is like dead in the middle of winter,
0: right? Um, I understand why that's the uh, why that was well that's the second single, but yeah, um, there might be. So, actually, before we talk about like how how it's doing commercially or whatever else, like so, uh, bet with a uh, with uh, Dev Hines is dope. That's produced by DJ Dahi and, and Dev Hines. Um, Wildfire, I like cold sweat i like and pretend i really like um but i'm not really an r&b guy so that's a lot for me Mm. um but the production and the writing is is actually pretty good here
1: i actually didn't like the writing oh no because
0: you know what i was gonna say i was gonna give her credit because she writes a lot of her stuff
1: yeah i'm not big on the writing maybe it's not for me because it it felt like like teen young adult angst that's kind of i mean i mean that's her that's her that's her target right you know what I'm saying? So it just, it's just not for me. But the production is like, I'm, I'm cool. Like, I think I actually thought that the faster tempo records. First off, I can tell this is her first album because she's got skits. Like, this was one of those things where, like, every idea she, she had, she wanted to do because it was her first album. I get that. No slander for me. She has six
0: um, skits.
1: Yeah, a lot of skits. Um, and I think the faster records, it's weird because they, they, they're a double-edged sword. On one hand, I don't like them, but they break up the monotony of the production mm. in a good way. So, what do you feel about the sequencing on this album? Well, it's too long. It is too long. Um, the skits don't help it. Yeah. Um,
0: it's funny, the album's only 55 minutes, but the skits make it drag on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the skits make it feel like they're supposed to be like a theme to the album mm-hmm. and i hate when people do it's there's just it's a collection of songs just make sure it sounds good yeah um yeah am I'm, I'm actually okay with this i mean I, it, if you take away the interludes i think i'm okay with the sequencing um yeah i feel like i can't remember which one it's either feels like vegas are all hands on deck that will probably be be a single all hands on deck is faster right that's the one Um, but, um, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not mad at it. It's too long. I mean, it's her first project, you know. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm not mad at it at all.
1: Um, yeah, definitely got some joints. Definitely got some joints. So now you and I talked about, um, how much she sold Mm -hmm. her first week because the numbers just came in. Yeah. So what, what what number do you So
0: my guess before we started recording was forty two thousand. Uh-huh. Now I picked that number because now, in retrospect that number was a mistake. Because number one, I forget how poor people sell these days. Right? I mean people just don't put up numbers. And number uh-huh. two, I you forget that two two on is really the only reason that people really know her right now. Mm-hmm. Um they actually they have- probably would have been better off waiting for a second single to bubble. Yeah. But that's only if they care about first week sales. It's R and B. If they're okay with playing this out for the next eight months, then they're fine. But I thought yeah. forty two. I'm guessing it's less than half of that.
1: Yes, uh, eighteen five. <sighs> but that's okay. Well, I mean, she. I, I think that it she could really be on some um, Acon stuff. What do you mean? Like Akon's first album only sold 22,000 the first week. Right. And it consistently, because she had, I mean, you know, that's best case scenario. Akon had like four hit records on an album and he ended up going, you know, three, four, five times platinum.
0: Right. The interesting thing, like, so, you know, pretend they can sort of let bubble and let that go for a while. Um, They almost might've, I don't know, you almost kind of want to wait, like, the only problem is like from her perspective I'm looking at this and this is an expensive album to make. Yeah. This was not cheap. There yeah. are one two there's two Stargate tracks. Mike Will Detail DJ Mustard at his almost certainly most expensive. Right? Yeah. Boy Wonder like the you know this is um Hopefully, hopefully they don't look at her as a cost center, right? Like hopefully, hopefully she comes out as good because, like, like we say, it's a good album. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like it could be a slow burner. Right. But pretend needs to. Uh, they need to be. They need to be patient and just push pretend. Because if it's like a month from now and we see another video, yeah. Then they're then they're they're in crisis mode.
1: Yeah. Um, and I hope they give this project uh, patience. Right. Cause they, it it's, it's got some potential on there. It's got a potential. It's got potential to be maybe not commercially successful, but she she could at minimum she could really carve out a nice little audience. Right. I agree. But, I agree. Um. But yeah, dope album. If you if you guys like R and B and if you guys like kind of moody production, um. I mean, I guess you could call it like Drake-esque just because it's, it's moody. Her her mixtape stuff apparently is much more like that. It is, mm. it is
0: very moody apparently.
1: Okay. I didn't know. I saw that she did some records with Ill Mind like a long time ago, but I, I didn't hear them. Um, but yeah, if you guys like some kind of moody R&B, I, I personally suggest. I mean, God, Doc, if you know Clock Radio Speakers, you know Doc does not do R&B like that. <laughs> So, for him to, like, list more than two records, <laughs> that means it's probably good.
0: Did, so. t- tell, me, tell me you caught the uh, Janet Jackson.
1: Oh, that record is hilarious. With, with Future how many times? Yeah. I, I mean, I love, that's one of my favorite Janet Jackson records. Um, but Future, Mumlin on there is hilarious. Do they, I wonder if they, get, if they had to credit that sample. Uh, they did. Yeah, they, they would have had to. They I'm definitely yeah. had to.
0: Oh man, can you believe that Sean Paul gets a gets a credit on Tuan because she takes a little bit of from Webie Burnin?
1: Sean DePaul.
0: Paul? Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh, he got Shanda- he got a nice royalty check off that. Yeah, Sean DePaul. Paul.
1: Shana- All right. Baby girl. <laughs>
0: Okay, on your bingo board if you had uh and <laughs> you
1: gotta be just randomly singing somebody, like ad-libbing somebody's song yes
0: swiss beats all right um we got swiss, John- oh swiss beats
1: <laughs> show me, me what you're working sweets. with show them what they're dealing with oh showtime all right, what's next? We can talk about Childish Gambino, Ti, or Game. Let's let's start with Childish, uh, okay. just because his. I mean, shoot, that was that's a freaking R and B album too. So it is an R and B album. I yeah. would. So I want I want your opinion on this.
0: Um, what were you expecting? So we're talking about. Let me let's be clear. So he put out. It's kind of a weird weird thing. It's a Gangsta Girls mixtape and an EP that are related. Yeah. I haven't listened to the mixtape yet, only the EP.
1: I haven't either, and apparently the concept is that he lived in Stone Mountain, Georgia for a while, so the production is kind of a, an ode to the Atlanta sound during the time he was there, so I guess the production is very organized, noisish. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know if he's just rapping over Outcast beats or not, or if he's actually, you know, they got some original production or whatever.
0: Um, so so the EP, mm-hmm. it's only seven tracks, and really... Like, the last track is just a weird version of
1: 3005. What do you think about it? Uh, I don't know. I don't hate it, but I don't know. Right, so... Yeah, I'm still trying to figure Gambino out. This has thrown me off completely.
0: So, I'm listening to Sober... And I put it on, I put this EP on when I was, um, I think I was like unpacking and wiring up all like the, like the speakers and stuff in my living room. So like, you know, I just needed some music on in the background and I'm like, wait a minute. Like sober, like the, the, the first like four tracks here, I, what were well, really the first five tracks? Cause <laughs> that late night in Kawhi song with Jaden Smith is awful. Um it's
1: it's like his it's like his real it's like his tweets in real life it's crazy
0: yeah hilarious that's one way to put it um but no like i'm listening to silver and i'm like wait a minute do i actually like this because it's not that i dislike childish it's just i you know if you would have told me that he was gonna go right for the neck
1: of the pharrell slash justin timberlake style i don't even think it was that it reminded me of like early 90s Christopher Williams like some of the chord progressions yes yes
0: I was sitting like, there and I was trying to point that out to my wife I was like hear this moment like she's looking at me like she always does when I start to nerd out I'm like see this moment before the bridge like and she's
1: just like <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it, it was like I could just picture on some of these records he had the same suit that Bobby Brown had on in the every little step video <laughs> like the black one with the shoulder pads <clears throat> and the white and the white um turtleneck underneath it, mm-hmm. with the baggy the baggy pants that blouse out at the at the hips and thighs, and then come in hammer pants. God. Yeah, hammer pants. There you go, hammer pants. Right. So sober, like
0: pop thieves. I kind of like when you heard retro and and the uh, Palisades because those two tracks are, are are linked in my mind.
1: Like. What was your reaction? Because I had a very particular reaction. Sorry, I was muted. Honestly, I feel like this whole album connects. Okay. So I can't even like tell you like the different tracks except for the 3005 and the Jaden Smith record. So to me, it felt like you had to listen to this record all the way through to get it.
0: Retro and Palisades are the two late 90s Neptunes records. <laughs> like, Like, the Palisades pharrell might as well be going after royalties because it is so uncanny
1: you know what what you know what's funny about chowder's gambino fans they refuse to acknowledge that he is a blatant drake pharrell andre 3000 student really yeah because
0: my notes for pop thieves read as such Childish is going for the hold on, we're going home crowd. Listen, <laughs> I don't
1: like, I don't get it. Like, I remember I had a young lady in my car. Uh-oh. She was younger. She was younger than me. Uh, early 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she asked to listen to the last childish Gambino album. So we're listening to the last childish Gambino album. And, like, there's some records on there that I really like. Right. And like, she's singing along with it. She loves this album. I'm like, yo, like, this dude, I just wanted to pick a brain. I was like, yo, like, he sounds, like, you could tell he's really influenced by Drake. I ain't, I ain't going my, you know, a-hole or mom voice, like, oh, he's whack. He sounds like Drake. I was like, he kind of sounds, he, he listens to a lot of Drake. No, he's not. And she went in. So, I don't I don't know, man. Like, All right, first of all, I know that story's a lie because... I,
0: I can only imagine that if, if someone's like, yeah, I can listen to Childish Can Be No, you're like, yeah, sure. And then you're secretly
1: putting on your own music. You're like, oh, how did that happen? Oh, God. <laughs> First off, I never do that with people in my car. <laughs> That's the funny part. I never like, hey, I'm never like, hey, can you can you, can you you listen to this real quick? I'd never do that. I'm, I'm that guy. Like, you have to find out I make music on accident. I'm that <laughs> for, guy. For
0: people who I don't really know that well, I'm that guy. For... Like my poor wife, I'm I'm oh, sitting there and yeah, I'm like I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, so in this version of the mix <laughs> The bass drum sits a little lower.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. You guys are stuck together forever. Happy belated anniversary, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um thank you. you guys are stuck together forever. So yeah, she's she's just gonna be susceptible to every last mix that we do for the rest of our lives. Like, if one if the dreamer no, nope, like the Dreamer don't 12 it, don't gets a mix 67. She's gonna hear the previous 66. This is gonna happen. I can't you can't even say I, I get like cold sweats when you say the dreamer.
0: <laughs> um Alright, so you so she was offended that you somehow I mean, it's so obvious like actually there's a couple It's so obvious. It's so obvious that he listens to the Neptunes, and then the track Poke, it's a D'Angelo record. Yeah. So I don't know. My only, like, so the first five tracks in this, I really like. And you're right. You could just, like, sort of let it play through. Like, I yeah. surprisingly really like it. Yeah. But I'm a little, like, all this really proved to me is, okay, Childish Gambino can do really good versions of other people's styles.
1: Yes. Yes. What I is, like, Ice Cube in Friday when he was high.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. What, what does a, if he wants to do R&B, what does a Childish Gambino R&B project sound like?
1: That... The second half of because the internet, pretty much, which sounds like you know, I mean, Telegraph Ave, um, Flight and Navigator. That that project is so hit or
0: miss to me. It
1: is. It is. It's very hot. I think
0: this is better than that. This is, which I never expected
1: to say. Yeah, this is. I mean, I I really like Telegraph Ave. That that's like the record that really stands out because I think Telegraph Ave is the uh, the one that starts off as the the Lloyd song. Oh, Oh. Oakland. Yeah, that that's. Yeah, that record's tough.
0: Telegraph App's really good. Three thousand and five, I never really got into.
1: I didn't either, but people love that song. That record has really become like a staple of his. Right, it's a very
0: very slow burn on that.
1: Yeah, and and as an artist, that's what you want, especially as an indie artist. To have a slow burn record in this in this generation is he? I
0: mean, I, okay, he's an indie artist, but he's also a very famous actor. Yes, like, he is.
1: Okay, he is. He is. all right. Um. Why isn't he doing the B Cypher? He would try so hard. He would. <laughs> but I feel like he's gotten a lot better as a rapper. Like, that first, those raps on that Camp album were, like, wow. Right. Like, cringeworthy. But he's gotten a lot better as an MC. He's kind of, he. you almost might have to put him in that uh that Kanye, Ross, um, I think of who else, like, artists who were terrible to atrocious initially and have just their their spectrum from first project to most recent is just so wide because they've progressed so much you might be giving childish a little too much credit i think he was just that bad okay <laughs> <laughs> initially and now he's like he's he's i'd say he's i've heard of him a freestyle like he's dope like he's dope okay he he's um dope. rap
0: he can rap like he can flow his voice can sometimes be very droning Especially, only actually i take that back whenever he does freestyles on the radio i feel like he just got woke up woken up but that's yeah. just me um so yeah so verdict we are both pleasantly surprised by this right
1: yes i would say that so shout out to uh I don't know who that was That sent us the tweet I gotta do a better job Of keeping up with names And stuff I'm sorry I suck But um <laughs> Thank you for For sending us those, That recommendation Cause otherwise I, Childish is one of those guys Where like Cause this is the second time It's happened Somebody will tell me To listen to his album I'll put it off forever And then I'll do it And I'll be like Oh <laughs> So Alright So Game or T.I. I mean pff- whatever flip a coin don't matter i guess game because it came out first yeah i did track by track notes on game oh god bless you (laughs) god bless you
0: there's a lot of lols if that makes you feel better (laughs) that's the only note lol (laughs) on some of these it's just like no um so this this game record this game album 16 tracks long Mm mm-hmm what is the single? I I know nothing about this game
1: album. Um, you know I don't know. I know "Bigger Than Me" was a leak.
0: Yeah, I know
1: "F Your Feelings" was a leak. Um, Looks like orna. Yeah, orna was a single. I'm sorry. Um, another thing that I don't understand the situation, but he's not really promoting this album heavy, and he's supposed to be dropping the documentary two at the top of the year.
0: Yeah, I see the documentary two is coming 2015. Yeah, which I just don't even know where to go with that.
1: I don't know either. I don't know. Was this his last? This couldn't have been his last. No, this wasn't his last album. Interscope, because no, that was the first album. This is on
0: Blood Money Entertainment slash E One Music. Slow. So uh,
1: um, okay. So E One. So it's Koch.
0: Right. Koch deal. Gotcha. Um, let's start with "Bigger Than Me." Okay. Um, this is kind of hilarious, old man rap. Yes, it is. Like, Game is incredibly inventive at finding new ways to name drop. <laughs> um, just when you think you've heard every way he can talk about Pac and Biggie and everybody else. He does two things with this track which are ingenious. I mean, it gets old. But number one, he figures out a new way to drop these names. But then number two, he attempts to create this world where he's on the same level yes. as, say, Jeezy
1: and Kanye. I mean, if you put out seven albums and your career has spanned... When did he come out? 05? He's approaching his, his ninth or tenth year. I mean, Delusion's of grandeur could set in. Okay. He's worked with all those artists. Sure. You know, his ability to command, like, really, keep it real, this album and Jesus Peace, those are freaking Khaled albums. <laughs> There's a lot of people on here. A lot of people on his albums. I know he writes for a lot of people, and I think that's why he's able to pull you know, the level of things he, between relationships and, and writing for other people. Yeah, so how he's able to pull... You know, Wait, so what...
0: if he writes for other people, does he name drop when he writes for other people?
1: Um, He used to. <laughs> if you if you listen to um, Press Play, if you listen to that Diddy album, um, the record that samples the same, the Shaft in Africa joint... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe he wrote that. Well, that's a Diddy album. I mean, you know.
0: Speaking of Diddy, he's just... That that whole little mini push he was trying to do that died,
1: huh? Died when when Meek went to jail because <laughs> Meek was writing that album. <laughs> and I think, I hope again, and I got laughed at for this, but I, I I just hope he realizes that nobody wants to hear a forty year old man over trap beats trying to sound like he's twenty two. Nobody wants to hear that. Agreed. I want to hear Puff in his rocking chair. You want him. I do. I want to hear puff in his rocking chair over Sean C. L. V. Hitman Justice League. That's all I want to hear.
0: Or he could just you know he could just um, you know throw uh, breakbeats underneath um, R and B records.
1: Do it old school. He could, he could go back to bat. I would love for him to get an R and B artist and go in that direction again. That would actually be dope. When was the last That's time there was like a male R and B group? Shoot. I mean, Jagged Edge is about to come out. Come don't, back out. Don't say TGT. Nah, they don't count. <laughs> they definitely like a like a new army group together. Mhm. Jesus. Right. I don't know. I feel like I'm missing somebody, but I don't know. Yeah. The band, not the band. Day 26. 20. Day 26. See this is what I'm talking about. I know that first day twenty six albums.
0: Come on, puff. Puff. first of all, puff. I know you're listening. And number one, <laughs> yes, I would be happy to take Ciroc on as a sponsor. But number two, right?
1: Yeah, clock radio speakers. <laughs> if we can get like a non-alcoholic Ciroc for me, can we just get like Kool-Aid? That's cold water. In, Come on, man. They got the flavors. They got the f- flavored, flavored water. water. Yeah, just get flavored water Ciroc. You you want Kool-Aid? Is what you're saying? Yeah, I want Kool-Aid. <laughs> just put it in, in a. Just put it in a. Uh, in a Ciroc bottle. And just put non-alcoholic on it. I will. I will dance in every video with those bottles. <laughs> every video I will dance. So now
0: we understand. You know, we've established that Armand has a price, and now we're just negotiating. That's
1: funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey man, game is to be sold, not to be told, baby. I don't know what that has to do with.
0: Oh, sorry. I have to take notes on these, uh, so I can try to figure out a good title for later. An alcoholic vodka. Okay. Um. Right. So bigger than me. Um. You know, it's an interesting track.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And then fun, where again he's trying to be the old man. And then there's actually we don't have to really go track by track. I'm just gonna mention them and say like one thing about each one, like. <clears throat> Am I crazy, or is he really trying to use M's, like, double vocal technique all over this album, and it drives me crazy? Um, like, where, like, he's trying to emphasize the end of a line, and he, it, he, he,
1: it sounds very Eminemish. like, especially when M was on his White Pock thing. You talking about the one where he, like, does the sing-songy thing, and the deep voice, and the high voice? And no, it's kind of like the angry,
0: like, at the, eh, I'll point it out later, it's fine. Okay. Well, it doesn't really matter, because, look, it's the game. He's going to imitate, like... Any number of rappers on this. Um, fun is, nah,
1: nah. Yeah, nah, I mean, the beat like wants to be dope. Right. But it's just something missing. So
0: what's kind of hilarious, Like this album opens with two tracks where he's trying to sort of place himself as the veteran. Like, forget all these young new kids, right? Like, I don't want them. I'm old. It was doper when I was out. Blah, 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 right? That's sort of the theme of the first two tracks, right? mm-hmm and yet i see french montana i see soldier boy two chains two chains been around for a while i see ty dollar sign I, I see problem i see tyga i see bobby shmurda does
1: that make any sense to you what that bobby shmurda was on there
0: no that he spends two records like his his first leak is basically him r-
1: bigger than me oh just all those rappers and then he's got a bunch of new guys on the tape uh-huh I, I mean, you know, I don't know if anybody actually took that this serious. Like, get out of here, old man. Whatever. Um, really is okay. Song's not you know, bad. I, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't mad at really. I like TI on that. I like Two Chains on it.
0: Yeah, I, my notes are Two Chains is Two Chains, which is about yeah. right. I was mad at it. Um, I really don't mind F Your Feelings, to be honest with you. For like the I, first third of the song. Like, I kind of like it, and then I'm like, no. I needed. I need more out of it, but like, in a very isolated like snippet, that that song works for me.
1: No, yeah. nah, okay. I didn't.
0: I didn't. I didn't like it. Um, on one, game just sounds so out of place. That's a young man's record.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: young man's record. <laughs> uh, married to the game. No, I expect uh. more out of a boy wonder record. Oh, that's Boy Wonder. Yeah, it's a very generic Boy Wonder record. Um, I, I really can't. be... I'm not okay with any any song that tries to make a French Montana verse sound epic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, that's
0: funny. Games imitating Nas on The Purge. He sounds mm. like half Nas
1: and half Eminem. Did you Did you watch Thomas O'Matic? <sighs> not yet. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, you're moving and stuff. That doesn't count. Okay, you're it, fine. it's good. Ah, uh, good watch, good watch. I believe I sent it to you, right? You did. I, I got it. Okay. Yeah. Good Legally, watch. of course. I'm on. Send- yeah. Did, I, no, I bought it. I bought it. I bought it. You're good. You're good.
0: Um, purge. How do you feel about that? man?
1: Nah. Uh. You I mean this whole album? Like nah. nothing stands out on this album. Ex- there's. There's one song that I like, and there's only one part of that song that I like on okay. this album. Right, so we can, we can sort of... So,
0: Or Nah is a single right now. It's produced by Dre of Cool and Dre. Oh,
1: hey. And God, we don't... Oh, um, uh, what was that song he had? Um, uh, like the chick, Naomi. Yeah, you Naomi. That joint? Yeah. Oh, man. He was really trying to make that work. Sherry Rod Haver's dope, though. Oh, shit yeah that, key, that, that that put that remix with that Pusha push first. yeah I
0: knew. yeah see now you get to me listening to the T later yep
1: um, I sure am
0: dre should be ashamed of himself for the beat on orna
1: why because it's so it's so
0: um it's such a bite it's so generically dj mustard like what what was the strategy here my first single is going to be a song that sounds like a poor imitation of what's on the radio no, I don't want to stand out like I come on yeah no no uh take that boring um food for my stomach where you know he's imitating young thug for the love of god like um let's see hit him hard yeah no you mean shmurda shows up good for him <laughs> uh the young jeezy tracks okay
1: I, I like this record. Mm. I'm going to tell you why. Because okay. I can't think for the life of me where that sample is from. Mm. It's an R&B record from the mid-90s, and I can't think of it to save my life. It's killing me. And ironically, I like Kevin Gates' verse on there. Did you see him cipher? I did. What? Why? It was so funny watching him while other people were rapping. Like, <laughs> he, he didn't know like, what to do. He was, he was just standing there looking at him like, like you're terrible. Get away from me. but I like him I like him on that record and I like that beat um yeah that's that's the part of the album that I like I like Kevin Gates' verse on Black on Black no
0: the part of the album I like is Knott's beat on Bloody Moon oh is that Knott's? yeah okay I like the sample I like the bass line okay that's the best part of the album so I, I was so you're telling me this is really just like a like a whatever record? yeah it feels like it but it's not the last album he owes a record label.
1: He won. What happened to, uh, what happened to Cash Money? Who? <laughs> Birdman, daddy. Like I said, Birdman's trying
0: to figure out how to spend all his young thug money.
1: He's also gearing up for the 10th anniversary re-release of Lugs. No, that's he's re- not. That's really a thing. Yes. I will send you, I will text <sighs> you the ad. I saw it. It exists. Are they the same shoe? Like the same? It is. uh I mean, it's. It's. Uh, it, I mean, they're a little different. Because I was gonna say, because in a weird way, nostalgia
0: knows no bounds. If he re-released the exact same shoe, it might work, because people yeah. are going crazy over what were at the time awful shoes from the '90s. But just because yeah. it's from the '90s, they're like, oh my god,
1: yeah. Nobody wore those Ewings in the '90s. Nobody. Nobody. They were embarrassing. Yeah, nobody. Just like nobody wore shacks. Right. That was the big deal. We were talking about that the other day. That was the big thing about Allen Iverson and his influence. Because he brought Reebok back. Nobody was wearing Reebok until Allen Iverson came out with those questions and answers. Nobody. So people got people to give A.I. its credit, yo. <laughs> they do. We know. but That, that commercial practice.
0: where he practices the crossover.
1: Yeah, that was it. Every every that was it. every kid was doing that in their backyard. Every everybody. Not only in the backyard, dog. We we brought we used to bring balls to school. <laughs> We'd be in the hallway in during passing period. Carrying just Oh my it's god. Such a
0: carry, but that's okay.
1: Our coaches used to make us run suicides and we would do it in practice. <laughs> I'll never forget that day, like my boy was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I've mastered it. And he did it. And he kind of did it. He stumbled a little bit, but he got it off for the most part. And my coach was pissed. And he was like, "Nope, hit the line." And we ran suicides for like twenty minutes. My the,
0: the only part of playing basketball in high school I really liked was my freshman year. We would we played um we had a, a weekly game against it was the dads or yeah. or whatever. Like in some cases it was like an uncle or whatever, but like it was the dad. It was the you know so you had a bunch of guys and like their thirties and forties with old man games. Like dropping elbows,
1: yeah they they all have 15 and 20 foot jumpers.
0: It's all it's all mid range jumpers and boxing
1: out. Yep, Um. (laughs) (laughs) and and uh, and outlet passes. That's all they do. They box out. They get the they jump four inches off the ground. They get the rebound. They pivot around and they and they launch an outlet pass cross court that you can't grab because it's too it's too strong and it's too fast. And they still shoot a jumper. We're we're
0: almost at that point where we're gonna be doing old man games.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we are. We What's are. our
0: old man game going to be, though? Because we never learned how to shoot. <laughs> right. I mean, I think, I think we're going to be doing Allen I, I, Iverson crossovers and throwing oh, our backs out. Man, that's funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're going to be doing m one stuff. Like, I'm going to be putting the ball <laughs> on my shirt. I'm going to wear, like, a 4XL white tee. <laughs> and I'm going to bounce it around with my elbow and, and cross over and then palm, palm the ball, put it on his forehead, and then roll it off and then pass <laughs> and then pass it. Yeah, except that sequence is gonna take you like 15 seconds. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be slow, like my my son is gonna have to like let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, come on, dad. I'm like, I almost got it. Ah. Alright,
0: so do we need to say anything more about this game album?
1: Nope. Not very good. Nope. Very whatever. Again, whatever.
0: You see, I think Just whatever's being up. too kind. I don't even like typically with a game album you can count on a couple like w- which, what was really noticeable here was the beats just aren't that good
1: yeah the production is always like at least at least you're gonna get some good production you'll get some good beats
0: right but this now, no good
1: yeah it's just very whatever
0: alright so let's finish up talking about this T.I. album so yep. paperwork. um Paperwork, paperwork. <laughs> so uh, first single was about the money
1: if it ain't about the money,
0: uh, second single, no mediocre. Was,
1: I thought those weren't switched. I don't think so. Oh,
0: okay. Well, it's the lead single. How about that?
1: Okay, and about then, the
0: money leaked first.
1: Okay, but about the money has had longer legs because me no mediocres dead because nobody liked that record. Is it dead? Huh. I guess it's dead. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I, it gets radio play here and there, but. You know, which is
0: astonishing because it's really not good, but we'll talk about I mean, Madison. Iggy.
1: I think it's Iggy. That's crazy. I that know. the song is getting played on the radio because of Iggy. You know, speaking of which, on the side, hold on, just on the side note, what is going on with Usher? Usher mm. has put out two dope records and, like, they both have just not taken off at all. Good Kisser was dope, and she came to give it to you was dope, and like just it's just crickets for him right now. The
0: problem with she came to give it to you is that that Pharrell train has run its course.
1: Ah, he ran his he ran his own he uh, he Robin Thicke himself. He came too late to the party last year. Records a hit. Gotcha.
0: Okay, but you know, um, Blurred Lines really played out that entire sound. Yeah, you're right. Which is unfortunate, because it's a dope record. Mm-hmm. And Good Kissers dope, too.
1: Yeah, Good Kiss is very dope. And it's funny, because a lot of people, a lot of DJs I know don't like that record, which was shocking. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, what? Um,
0: um, so, yeah, About the Money and No Mediocre of the Singles. And then New National Anthem, supposedly, is the third single, which... Oh, word? Uh, oh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. this was <laughs> This was supposed to be a... Th- this is like supposedly a three-part project you familiar with the concept behind this
1: no i i did i did feel like um i did feel like he uh there was a trump trouble man paperwork heavy, like yeah no i mean like, like
0: i mean like this is um like you can divide this album into thirds supposedly i don't know i don't know okay. how true that is <laughs> oh
1: this album can be divided yeah. Thurs. In the oh, I didn't catch that at all.
0: Yeah, I didn't really catch it either. It's again, great example of how um rappers are trying to you know make a concept where there really isn't. Make a concept. Um so we could just go track by track if you want. Um Or we can actually, you know what? I'm gonna be honest, I don't have good enough notes to go track by track, so we can just talk generally, if you want, about like your impressions of the record. You, okay. you cool with that?
1: Yeah, sure. Alright, so so what do you like <laughs> no I'm holding, let me pull the album up on my, on right. my phone right now hold on um, I like I liked King I like the intro King yeah I like that um, that's
0: produced by Mars of 1500 or nothing
1: okay shout out 1500 or nothing dope mm-hmm. I actually like the beat for about the money I like the beat um, what else I kind of like oh yeah oh yeah it's cool um, the Pharrell records on here they're very. They're, they remind me of the of Questlove's Pharrell story. Do you remember that story? Uh, yes, I was. I was actually
0: going to compare these. Sort of sound like out of my mind. <laughs> Pharrell
1: records in a way, but um, That's interesting. Yeah, so tell everybody the Questlove Pharrell story. So basically, I don't know. I don't know if this was game theory. I forget which album it was, but they finally had gotten the Neptunes in the studio with them. Um, to work on to track and Pharrell was trying to force this record on him like nah I want y'all to do this type of record and the roots weren't feeling it so I think they left and came back and they decided that they were just going to do a jam session like alright we're just going to try and force something out of Pharrell we're going to like bring him into our world so they start they just start playing and Pharrell is going crazy adding all this stuff to what, their, what the jam session consists of He's like, yeah, do this and add this. And what if I do this? So they come up with a, a song and everybody in the studio loves the song. So then the roots are like, all right, let's, let's set it up so we can run it. And Pharrell is like, nah, we're not going to do that. We're going to do the song that I was trying to give you all the first time. And these, it, ever since then, like, I just notice anytime I've seen Pharrell in the studio, I've always seen him like creating for other people. And it hasn't, other than maybe like those Justin Timberlake videos, like, he's just kind of steering the ship. The, um, and these sound like that with these T.I. records. Like, where he's just like, this is the record I want you to rap on. And T.I. is like, all right, I trust you, cool.
0: Right, the behind the scenes of, of Pharrell working with Mayor Hawthorne on that Mayor Hawthorne album. It's, yeah. Those are, there's some behind the scenes footage of that. And it seems like they were actually working on it. Is that on YouTube? I think so. But you're right. And you that's, know,
1: what's funny because those Mayor Hawthorne Pharrell records are great. Well, that's a case where he, it was Pharrell
0: who was trying to steer him down that sort of 80s like rock sort of like uh, uh, Mayor Hawthorne wasn't really ready to go there so
1: like Reach Out Richard
0: like that's that's not a record that he normally would have done.
1: Nah but that record's dope the record's great um, dang that album's tough it is. That album's very tough who I is bl- Victoria Monet because she's all over this I don't know but I like her on Stay I like her voice she has a really nice voice yeah she's a really nice voice a really clean voice I actually
0: um, like the the boozy record. Um, okay, Jet Fuel. Uh, that's Mike Will. Okay. Um, the The Pharrell records paperwork is. I don't like paperwork. I'll give it correct, Like only Pharrell would do that beat. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, for, and, and that's a good and a bad thing. That well, is. I so, mean, you know,
1: that was uh, that was also circa two thousand and four Dipset too. Well, it's just the
0: one, two, three,
1: one, two. Yep. It's a triple. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's a it's a
0: triple time record, but. um... Oh, 3 4 record to be accurate, but um, but no, it kind of reminded me of like uh, it's not lavish because it's not as good as lavish, nah, but like that era of Pharrell is what that reminds
1: me of in a sense. Mm. That feels like mm. an old Pharrell beat,
0: mm. nah, I'm hey,
1: saying uh, lavish was what, 05 05, 06, something like that. Is that is that top? What is that, Neptune? Is that top 20? Oh, I of. Mm. We did a whole Net- Neptune's retrospective,
0: but I, I don't know. even think. But you know what? We didn't really address that. That's an interesting conversation.
1: <sighs> That's that record, I don't know, man. That it's dope. It's tough. dope. That record is tough. But see any wash twist on that record too? Right. Yes. Yeah,
0: How have we not put it, put together a record where where Pharrell raps really well, like a whole mixtape's worth?
1: I don't know. You've got the the getting remix with Shauna. Uh, you oh, got yeah. the record with you got the record with um with Dream, yep. Um, you've got a uh, move that dope, move that dope. You I mean a couple records on. I don't know. It's it's weird. Like enough, speaking of Pharrell, so he does the soundtrack to NBA Two K Fifteen. Oh, it is the most tender video game soundtrack I've ever listened to in my entire life. Uh huh. It's just very like it's not yo you know 2k13 had like psa like soon as you turn the game on allow me to reintroduce myself um like just you know thematic song you know again the, the goat nba street volume two had troy had those just blaze beats this is like it's got the the Pete rock remix to shut them down which is dope but then it's got like and it's got missy on and on like it's got a couple records but it's got like um can i have it like that uh, it's got really? Depeche Mode, Personal Jesus, oh, like just just weird, not bad songs. It's got Junior, Mama used to say, like just not bad records, not records that I want to hear while I'm playing basketball on my on my video game console. It's weird, but anyway.
0: I'm surprised they don't have like they don't release sort of additional soundtracks for like down as like a DLC downloadable content style thing.
1: I mean, Which- they just have to. I mean, they're doing it now, but you know, they just have to also acknowledge the fact that you can put your own music into the game,
0: right? Well, that's the other thing. But for people who are lazy, they could be like, "Oh, I could get," you know, "I could get this yeah. curated yeah. by so and so," you know.
1: Yeah, link. I mean, link it up to your your streaming service.
0: Well, that that gets complicated, right? Because you know, oh, Microsoft yeah, would want to yeah. push one thing. Yeah, you
1: know, never mind. Never mind. You're right.
0: I know. The yeah, right, problem right. is, all these companies they they compete in too many areas they all want
1: to be everything. Yeah. You going to get a Nexus 6? No. That thing is No. Big. I'm not doing like this is the and then the problem is, is I thought they were going to do a a secondary, they were going to do two models similar to what the the iPhone 6 did. Right. Um but they're just going to keep the Nexus 5 for the people who don't want a phone that big nexus 5 is cool is is but it's, it's it's mid-range like i have an eight megapixel camera the battery's like i think it's 2100 milliamps like it's just like nah the only reason why i'm keeping this phone is because i want android l and after i play with that for a little while like they i need a phone with a 5.2 inch screen that's it 5.2 inch screen and so you I'm want that, the, the
0: new moto x then right
1: uh yeah but i i don't know i just i'm stuck on vanilla android um no because the the battery in the, in the new moto x is same thing um i think it's 2100 i'll say this though i need the iphone camera that camera is stupid the the new the new camera on the six is ridiculous it's retarded i need that i'm re- i'm keeping real i'm going record i'm i was really like looking at my phone like do i want to because I can do jump. Do I want to get an iPhone for six months just to try it and just play with the camera and then in six months get another phone? Like, the, do you um, want that? <laughs> that, camera is, that camera is dumb. That camera is so dope. So I, I, I'm i sure you watch, I'm sure you see all the food pictures I post on Instagram, right? Um, yes, of course. Right. Of course. So Friday nights, I, I get, I literally, I get out of church, I'm hungry, <laughs> I get on Instagram and you have like three pictures and you piss me off. The, so those pictures, those were like, in a dark corner of a restaurant. Yeah, I heard their low light pictures are disgusting. I yes.
0: mean, th- those pictures aren't modified. Like you can look at, like you look at them on Instagram. Like there's no no modification. Like that's just I took it out low light focus tap took a picture and went and it's like it's crazy.
1: That's crazy. Cameras yeah.
0: crazy. Yeah man. Um, anyway. Anyway. Ti. Yeah,
1: back to Ti.
0: Um. This album's too long. You know.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I said that a few times. Like, yo, why is why is this? But so we 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 were talking about paperwork. I mean, paperwork. Paperwork. Mm-hmm. Right. That kind of works, but then it doesn't. And I don't. I don't remember that. I think it works better on the um, which one is that? The Dobie tribute, the Light 'Em Up.
0: Yeah, that's okay. That tempo
1: works better on that record.
0: I I would almost rather, like, paperwork would have been a really cool um they could have used that little snippet and then to like as little like if he was really serious about this being like a concept as like a way to transition between mm-hmm. like have it sort of fade in with like the triple time and then TI raps about sort of different things and you end like having fade out where that different part of the beat comes in where it, you know like you could have done something with that where you keep that beat kind of short and different and interesting but like a whole th- three and a half minute song no I'm good um yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like this just he it's funny, like you hear some of these tracks and you're like, okay, he's trying to do like a pop thing.
1: You know, like Which what records was he trying to do? Pop. New, new National Playboy? Anthem. Oh yeah, new oh, new national anthem and the Dream Record Scream Licensing. Oh interesting. Oh right. Scream licensing. Especially the Dream Record. Right, but yeah, new national anthem. I could totally see that on on a, on some some t- television shows, some VH1 shows, and some VH1 NBA, shows. NBA season in a couple of weeks.
0: Right, right. Um, but Ti in an interesting place. Like, I mean, so the Rick Ross record's okay. Um, I li- I like the beat for Sugarcane. Yeah, like I like it. that. There's nothing. Here's the difference. Like, so his last project, I felt kind of got overlooked. It did. But I still felt like there were really good tracks on it. Hmm. Um, so that's Trouble Man. So that's what two years ago. Uh. Yeah. yeah. That was the end of end, the end of 2012. Of yep. Um. So that had records. So I'm trying to think what records were really good on that.
1: I'm pull, I'm pulling it up right now. Right. On Spotify. Hold on, give me one second. Don't want no mediocre.
0: Guns cool. N' Roses. I liked. Go Get It. I liked. Hello. I liked.
1: What in the world? Okay, G Season, Wildside. Wild, side I, Wild side, I remember yeah. Uh okay, Ball okay, yeah, Ball was a single. Yeah, Guns N' Roses. Yeah, we thought Guns N' Roses was gonna like be the single they didn't even release that. Didn't even release it. They went with sorry. Cause of Andre and you know Yeah, Andre, yada yada yada. Um, uh, I think addresses was dope. Right.
0: Some nice T minus production. Like there there was some yeah. records on it though. Like we liked some, it. Like there was some Some records, um but uh, oh yeah, wait, what was the record with? Was there a record? No, I'm thinking of something else. But anyway, um, yeah, like when I listen to paperwork, there's not really a whole lot that really like sticks out as yeah, that record.
1: Maybe am I am I crazy? Nah, I was gonna I was gonna ask because um, um. Like because he's eating so well off of, uh, it's always and in it, and it, a side note. It's always funny to hear him rap about guns and stuff. Considering he, <laughs> he went to jail twice over, them. Um, is is he eating so well off of the off of those VH1 shows to where like he's not really pressed to make a crazy album or does he think that because? Right when he was... Because with Paper Trail, he was right there. Um, and after he went to jail, they kind of took some of the wind out of his sails and he kind of went in a different direction, a harder direction, definitely. Haven't heard anything as intentionally um, pop. Minus maybe mo- no mediocre. Mo' mediocre. No <laughs> mediocre. Um, where now he's just like, I- I can make what I can make the music that I want to make. Because... Or is it one of those things where, like, he wants to—he just wants to be, you know, king of the South still, and maybe he doesn't want to be like that pop artist.
0: Yeah, but then records like new national anthem, like you don't make that if you're not thinking you're a pop artist. Yeah, right. I don't know. I mean, T.I.'s is a really interesting guy because at his peak, which I mean, he's just not there, right? I mean, he's not going to be there anymore. Yeah. Um, but at his peak he was he, he he was making you know crossover records, but then he was able to still make really dope records and I, it's an album like out of all the things that we talked about today, this is really the album that says meh, to me,
1: yeah, 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 very much so it was like, like it's better, to me it was it's like, better than the game album by far, yeah, but it was like oh t i coming out with an album, my question was why. Because like once you get once you get that T V money, you have to
0: do you have to keep releasing like legit albums, otherwise you become the former hip hop rapper T I. Ah,
1: uh, okay. Gotcha. Like, you.
0: you know what I mean? Like nobody thinks L- Cool J is not a rapper anymore. No. Like, he puts out projects from that now and again because he wants to. Yeah. Yep. But he, he lost that distinction a
1: while ago. Yep. Right? But T I he's still a rapper yeah yeah and I think like shouldn't <sighs> do you want him rapping about the stuff that he raps about considering his television show well that's a whole different so I don't watch his TV show so you'd have to tell me um... I mean it's really like I'm trying to think of... it's really like John and Kate plus eight like it's just him and his family and a giant mansion and they just find mischief to get into every episode
0: but then he's ma- then then his lead single is No Mediocre.
1: Yeah, like I Don't Want No Bad Chicks, and then like half of the album is talking about how he's gonna kill you, and you know, all this. it's like, eh, like you're at home with your family. Like, not and that's not a it's not a bad thing. You shouldn't want to be in your mid 30s and still out in the streets. Like, rap about that. Well, that's it's tough, weird. Man. It's weird. Now, let, let, okay, let's talk about this. But okay. we might actually need to save this for um uh, some other stuff that we that we need to get together to work on. Oh right. Um. Um. So, like, with where our culture is right now, like, it's almost safe to say that positivity is like big business. So there's a lot of people who travel and you know affirm. I mean, even look at your Twitter and your Instagram and stuff. People are always you know giving positive affirmations to each other. All right, great, wonderful, cool. But that hasn't really transcended back into hip hop yet and why is that right um we need to hang that we need to hang that question in the air I think we need to hang that question we
0: can hang that question in the air we can say that for a different day so everybody if you have a thought on that please use the hashtag clock radio speakers um let us know what you think about that and also let let us know what you think about everything else that we talked about for both uh, sides of this week's episode um armand you got anything else you want to plug
1: nope nothing I'm going good. on no shows i'm done son no shows for the rest of the year unless absolutely absolutely necessary no more shows i'm done i'm, I'm working on putting out some music and some other stuff for, for the people
0: for the people no shows um so yeah so uh thank you everybody for uh coming back to clock radio speakers um we
1: missed you <laughs> missed you guys
0: and uh yeah we'll, we'll see y'all later